0: But today is a very special holiday. It's Festivus. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on mytalk1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, no. It is Festivus for the rest of us. And uh, we would like to take part in the annual airing of the pop culture grievances. Now, there is a rule for the airing of the pop culture grievances on today's Festivus on the Colleen and Bradley show. And that is they have to be entertainment or pop culture related. There are so many other things that we could uh, be aggrieved about ha! in the world. We are not going to touch those. Nope. We are only touching our pop culture grievances. 651-641-1071. If, you have, if it was your favorite show canceled. Are you really irritated that they raised the rates on your streaming service?
1: Is there a trend that you can 't stand six five
0: one six four one one oh seven one the airing of the pop culture grievances,
1: Holly, can you give everybody a little primer on what festivus is? Oh thank you, Colleen. So this is a secular holiday celebrated on December 23rd, which is today. Now, it became popular after it was the focus of a Seinfeld episode called The Strike, which is fabulous, by the way. Yes. Go and watch it. What is the deal? What's the deal? Uh, that episode is going to be on Hulu because Seinfeld is uh, still on Hulu right now. So one of the th- ways that you celebrate Festivus is uh, you uh, set up your Festivus pole, which is an unadorned aluminum pole. You practice the airing of grievances, the feats of strength, and then you label an easy explainable event as a Festivus miracle, Mm -hmm. a Festivus for the rest of us. Because, you know, if you don't want to do whatever traditional holiday, you're just like, you're tired. You don't want to do it. No, You're just going to complain about things. It's all good. You can air your pop culture grievances with us today. We can't do the feats of strength because, well, we're not a visual medium. Right.
0: Also, (laughs) you know, we're not so strong this year.
1: Yeah, and I feel like if I tried <laughs> to do a feat of strength today, my pants would split. Yeah, so we're not going to be
0: doing the annual Feats of Strength. However, we will be doing the annual airing of the Pop Culture Grievances, 651-641-1071. Uh, I got one. Chair. It is the mid-season break, just in general. I Hate this. Explain. You saw your last This Is Us about two weeks ago. You will not see your next This Is Us until February. No. In the olden days, back in my day, you got television from September to May. No breaks, maybe one rerun over Christmas week. They planned ahead. They worked hard. They gave me new episodes every single week. Now you get four new episodes, then you have to break for six weeks before you get another. It doesn't even make no sense. The,
2: the mid-season season finale drives the worst. me nuts.
1: Your Thank grandpa you. used to walk in the snow in the San Fernando Valley to film TJ Hooker. What's your problem? It this is, is us. the worst. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Colleen. Thank you. We, I'm really sorry.
2: We do. I'm sorry. And We do have some calls here, guys. Yes. Never
1: apologize. No, That's here. what we're here for.
0: We are doing the annual airing of the pop culture grievances on this year's Festivus. Who do we have on the line, Grant? Jack. Hello, Jack. Jack, what is your pop culture grievance?
3: Well, I have to tell you, happy Festivus. But real quick, can I tell you the story when I met Jerry Seinfeld? I wish you would. Okay, I was in Malibu on vacation because I went to the horse races at Santa Anita. Oh, fine. And on Sunday, they have a farmer's market in Malibu every Sunday. And I went to Malibu, and I went to this country deli where there was a line, and, you know, they had bagels and lox and stuff. And I'm waiting in line. All of a sudden, Jerry Seinfeld walks in the door, and he's on the phone, and he stands right behind me in line. And he was on the phone telling the story about when he was on Merv Griffin, when the Challenger crashed back in the 1980s. He said it was hard to do comedy when, when the America is grieving, right? So he gets off the phone, and I said, hey, Jerry. Just like out of a TV show, I go, hey, Jerry. And he goes, hey. And I, I said, yeah, I'm visiting Malibu. He goes, where are you from? I go, Minnesota. He goes, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It didn't miss a beat.
0: How wild is that? Nice. I also just love the idea that you caught him in the middle of a conversation about like an epic historical moment in his comedic history
3: not like hey
0: could you pick up some pickles and a jug of milk at the grocery store like how boring (laughs) is that conversation but you got like an interesting conversation to eavesdrop on that's awesome jack thanks for sharing that thanks jack are you aggrieved about anything in particular today
3: well if i can share this i just think that Back in the day, there was way too much violence on TV. I don't know if that's a pulp culture issue, but I wish there wasn't so much glorification of blood and guts and violence. I,
0: that is a grievance. We will yeah. accept that. Thank you. You just, just aired that. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. You have aired your Festivus grievance. Uh, it is a pop culture grievance. That is what we're doing on the Colina Bradley Show today, as we celebrate Festivus for the rest of us. Who else do we have on the line, Grant?
2: We have Amy.
0: Hello, Amy. Amy, what is your pop culture grievance?
1: I hate when in movies or
3: TV shows,
0: they have a Starbucks cup that is obviously empty. Oh. Uh, Yeah, first of all, who walks around with an empty Starbucks cup, right? And also, what, what actor or actress wouldn't want a little something in there? Even water. It's just yeah. nonsense. Yeah. I'm with you. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Amy. No you... empty coffee cups yeah. on in movies. We're smarter than yeah. that. Yeah. Have a good have day. Have a good day. day, Amy.
1: Yeah. What do you think this is? The Stella Adler Theater? We're not yeah. method. Put we're some tar- d- put some, tea put some liquid in, there. in the cup. Drink your coffee. <laughs> uh
0: do we have any other callers, Grant?
2: Right now, no. Okay,
0: no, 651-641-1071. If you'd like to air your pop culture grievances, we are sticking with the pop culture because we're the pop culture station. Let's be real. Holly Do you have any pop culture grievances? Oh, well. I mean, how much
1: time do we have? (laughs) How much time do we have? One of the things, and gosh, I have reached this moment in my life where I definitely have gone over the crank line. Meaning that things that are cool and hip really annoy me. And my pop culture grievance this year is... Is about the app TikTok. Thank you. Specifically, Grant, Grant, hopping on board. I was waiting to say thank you. (laughs) Specifically, the following grievances. Mm -hmm. One, I'm not totally sold on the security of TikTok. Two, the whole idea of a bunch of youth moving into hype houses mm. doing their tiktoks for what i want to be like this is a tale as old as time mm. like are you guys do you guys have good management here or what and then also it's just i don't know i i will enjoy a tiktok video on twitter mm-hmm. i will let somebody else curate that experience right. for me but then i'm just like yeah you just sound like an old crank when you're mm. when you're uh complaining about tiktok but i have my grievances
0: Grant, are you? Do you have any? Would you think you'd like to add to the TikTok grievance?
2: Well, I just I think it's a bad influence for everybody. I mean, there, there's there's no supervision with it. People are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Um, if kids get access to it, they're seeing things that they shouldn't have access to. Be seeing, you know, it's just it's not a it's not good for anybody's culture. It sets up too many expectations for people to have that this is you know based on how many likes are. It's just another way to judge other people mm-hmm. and grade yourself and mm-hmm. I don't think we need any of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I will say and I am not proud of this but just this morning somebody sent me a TikTok and when you get a TikTok sent to you and you go to watch it it automatically opens TikTok and then you find yourself in the never ending spiral yes. of just like it offers you more and more and more and I it was I was probably stuck in it for a solid 15 minutes before I was like, what am I doing with my life?
1: Stop this madness. Speaking of, I got another pop culture grievance on this wonderful Festivus afternoon. Algorithms. Ooh, (laughs) yes. Down with algorithms. (laughs) Algorithms. What you were just describing, Colleen, is the reinforcement of an algorithm on Mm -hmm. TikTok. It's like, surely if you like this video of this cat doing something cute, you will like 10 other videos of cats being cute. It's like, yes. Mm -hmm. I do like cats being cute, but I'm a person who contains multitudes, and when you're serving me up content via algorithm, you are discounting my ability to discover new things on my own. Preach.
2: We have uh, Deb on the line here. Let's
0: go to Deb. Hi, Deb. It is the annual airing of the pop culture grievances for this festivus. What is your pop culture grievance? Hi, Deb.
1: Oh hi! Hi. Um, Yeah, my pop culture grievances and all these holiday movies. I wish they'd get rid of the cotton snow. Can't they just man up and go somewhere where it's actually snowing? Thank you.
0: (laughs) I would. I would even say, Deb, can't they woman up and go somewhere where it's actually man and woman up? (laughs) Yes, man. Just yeah. Like, come on, grow. Grow a pair of whatever, yeah. and just show up in an actual snowstorm and recite your lines. You can do Quit it
2: with the soap. Quit with the soap snow. Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> we see
0: through it. Deb, thanks we for do. your call. I'm on board with it. Thank yes. you. Have a great day. Happy
1: Festivus. Yes, Happy Festivus. No, that
0: is really frustrating. And I, I do. I wonder if in places where they don't have actual. Oh, here's my other one. This is my other favorite, is when they are in a snowstorm and they're like, it's a snowstorm and there's literally a solid, like, dusting of snow on their fake fake snow on their fake ground and like the you can see there's visibility. I'm like, that's not a snowstorm. Nice try. That's just flurries. <laughs> like, you want a snowstorm? Yeah. I'll just, just show, wait till the wait till about four, guys. All uh. right. Um, all right. Well, everybody, thank you for taking part in the annual airing of the Pop Culture Grievances. I dare say that that is now a tradition. I don't remember if we did it last year, but maybe we'll remember to do it next year.
1: Our first annual. <laughs>
0: exactly. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, Grant is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert after this on My Talk 1071.
3: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
0: Grant is here and he's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Grant. Hey.
2: Hey. All right, guys. Big Jeopardy fans?
0: Uh. 1000 you have no idea okay what is yes yes what is i am
2: great answer Mm -hmm. um as you know there was some speculation as to when these final episodes would be airing i think at first they said it would be over christmas over the christmas season right over right now kind yes originally well now they have announced the dates of when everything's going to be airing so fans get ready for this um as you know trebek passed away on november 8th and he had been uh hosting for 37 seasons but they have decided now that fans will be able to see Trebek's final episode starting January 4th, 2021. And on January 11th, there'll be new hosts, like we talked about. There'll be some guest hosts that will be following up that, that those final shows from Trebek. But... There is one more thing. I believe that you're going to see some best of shows that are from the 21st to the 28th. Okay,
0: so so yeah. So that's so fun. I'm glad you brought that up because yesterday we're watching. So my husband, the joke is not a joke. It's the reality of my life. (laughs) My (laughs) husband and I have a Jeopardy date every day. Nice. Yeah, and so we were watching it yesterday and my 14 year old is kind of into it and like he likes to sit there and shout out the wrong answer over and over again. But like he's trying and we give him, you know He's job. learning something Yeah, we for give sure. him a little like, you know, effort on that, right? But um so we're watching it. my daughter walks into the room and she goes, Who's that guy? I was like, That's Alex Trebek. And she was like, "No, it's not. Why is he so? Why is he so young?" And I was like, "Oh, this is an old. We're watching an old episode, and it was so clearly from like early '90s. Oh, there was so he a guy, had the, the
1: mustache, mm. and the yes. like dark curly hair. And he looked so
0: different. And there was a guy on there, and I'm going to get his name wrong, but his name was literally like Viper or something like that. I can't even remember. It was like or J- Jaguar or something. And I was like, What? Was it a Celebrity Edition? No." nice yeah it was it was a it was a moment anyway thank you for listening to my story We went
1: on the journey of your life yeah
2: i'm a big wheel (laughs) and jeopardy fan but the only time i do well with jeopardy is when it's like the high school version oh
0: (laughs) yeah like the yes you know yeah you know you just grant you just gotta keep trying
2: i i get usually for the first half you know i get about one or i get one or two and then i'm lucky if i get one for the second half if it's regular jeopardy but i'm a fan myself and I'm, i'm looking forward to the to the best ofs because i like retro stuff but this This is an interesting quote that I want to add. Um, In 1984, he was asked how he wanted his run to end. Okay. And this is what he said. I will say my goodbyes. I will tell people, don't ask me who's going to replace me because I have no say whatsoever. But I'm sure if you give them the same love and attention and respect that you have shown me, then they will be a success and will show and the show will all these crazy alien stories can't be true. Can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
1: all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
1: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the
3: fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Continue to be a success.
0: Oh, I love no. that. Mm-hmm. I will say it's just a darn good show, but you do realize... Watching Alex Trebek, how how well suited he was for that role, even just like the subtle, subtle things like, um, for example, when somebody says the right answer, he doesn't say like, you know, I would just be like, you're right over and over and over again. He doesn't do that. <laughs> he changes his response every time. It's like so he'll say something like, that's the one or indeed or something like that. And I'm like, gosh, you know, just that subtle touch makes it not redundant in your ear.
1: I don't know. There's a a specific skill set to hosting something like that, that when it's done well, you don't even notice it. You don't even notice it because you, I promise you, never noticed that. And now you will. And now you'll think of Colleen Lindstrom hosting Jeopardy saying, you're right. That's the one. You're You're, right. You're
0: right. Right again.
2: That's so funny you say that because as I try to do my college of pop culture knowledge, I'm stumbling through it like a babbling idiot. And I'm like, and you just see these guys professionals. Just
1: how do they do it? Grant, study it. It's just like riding a bicycle. You do it over. And, and, over, over, and, and over and
2: over and over again. A little muscle memory, right? <laughs> yep. yep. Okay, guys. So here, this is kind of fun. Now, the cast of the live-action version of Little Mermaid has been announced. <gasps> and have you, you guys, remember all the 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 kind of I guess controversy around the original announcement of yes. Ariel, right? Which was a complete nonsense, right? So
0: dumb. Mm-hmm. But
2: they have released more characters, and some of these are really fun. And bear with me on these names, but uh, Prince Eric will be Jonah Howard King. Okay, Okay. now this one, actually I'll save the best one for last. David Diggs will be Seb- Sebastian. Okay. Jacob Tremblay will be Flounder.
0: Oh, that's cute.
2: Aquafina will be Scuttle.
0: Love it. Nice. Javier
2: Bardem will be King Triton.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And
2: this one's my favorite, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula.
0: Ooh, that'll be perfect. Nice. Right? Yes.
2: That'll be fun. Disney has not yet announced a release date, but they're giving you a quick little tease here with these names, so that's kind of fun.
0: Does, do we know, does Melissa McCarthy sing? I would imagine that she would. Yeah. Cause Cause you that need doesn't like shock me. Good, you need somebody who can blow to yes. do that role. <laughs> but I'm here for it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And not like uh-huh. in the bad way. Not like blow, like that blows. Not like that. Like blows. Like blow. Yes.
2: She can you wail. You have
0: to yeah, say wail. poor
1: unfortunate soul. Yes. Yeah. I've, you know, with all of these Disney quote unquote live action remakes, come to a peaceful place with these. Yeah. Totally understanding mm-hmm. that these are for the kids. Yeah. That the kids want to watch them and that's okay.
0: And also, you have to just like let go and let Walt because it's going to yeah. happen whether you want it or not. Like, they're going to keep making the live action remakes. Yeah. So it's better to just surrender to the process and not have an opinion about the fact that they're doing it. Just accept it and. And let it wash over you. Well, and then
1: it's one of those things, though. It would be hypocritical to criticize the live action reboots. As a child of the '80s and early '90s, Disney was already doing this, taking their old characters and oh, repurposing yeah. them for cool, hip person. We're going to take Goofy and put him in a Hawaiian shirt and Goof Troop, yep. <laughs> or Ducktales, Scrooge McDuck and his Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and all these. So, it's this a is tale
0: a- as old as time. I think is what you're saying.
1: Let's see
2: what I did? Did. Good, hey. job. Good one. Good one. Well, one more quick one here, guys, while we've got the time here. Kate Von D. Now, this is interesting to me. I didn't really know that she took this stance is taking a part time break from the state of California. The star took to Facebook page. to let her fans know that she's moving the family to Indiana uh, part time because she says uh, she's sick of the tyrannical government outreach. All right, she's all
1: right,
0: Kat.
2: A, she, Make, yeah, take a,
1: a stand. I
2: guess <laughs> she's. Uh, she said she won't be closing up her shop and her businesses in California, but she's joining a list of celebrities that just have to get away from California's strict COVID nineteen. Policies. Oh,
0: yeah. I- mm-hmm.
2: Good Kat, for you. Kat
1: Von D, bless her heart. We're. I Look at the time. We don't have time <laughs> to really <laughs> to, dig to, deep into yeah. that.
0: That's kind of why I Kat just wanted Von to troll. It no, yeah. it's
2: mm-hmm. all good. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: all good, honey. You want to move to Indiana? You go right on ahead.
0: You know what is always interesting to me is the announcement that comes with it. Like, well, I am going to do this. Like, everybody's like, okay. I know. I don't she know how I'm going to he- live without Kat Von D in yeah. California. But- she
1: has some strident opinions. P&S. Yes. Sounds like it.
0: Oh, when we return, thank you, Grant, for that uh, dirt alert. When we come back, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you win a prize on my talk 1071. We are going to give monster. you 30 seconds to answer Mr. five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on The Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. No Bradley. Holly and I are here hanging out with you. Hi. And it's time to play the 30 second pop culture challenge.
2: 30 second pop culture challenge do we have on the phone today grant we have jody
0: we've got jody on the line and what is jody playing for
2: jody is playing for like we said yesterday a clean a fresh cut oh very nice yes my talk t-shirt
0: clean fresh cut and nice uh jody you know how to play the game we'll start the timer good we'll start the timer after i ask you the first question here we go okay what fast food restaurant opens across this opens across the street from kramer in the sitcom seinfeld that one was a hard one. Should Yeah, pass? that is hard. Something cafe. I don't remember. The show The Family Guy takes place in what state? Ohio. No. Do you want a script? Illinois. What? what no. What is the name of Scooby-Doo's nephew? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Diana Prince is the alter ego of which superhero? Say that over? Oh, no. I'm so sorry, You did not win the 30 second pop culture challenge. That's okay. You can try again next week. We do it every day. I want to know where this Okay, so we're we're gonna you hang up and then turn on your radio and you'll you'll hear all the answers. Okay. Yep. Thanks for playing, Jody. Okay, ready? What's What's the fast food restaurant that opens across the street from Kramer in the sitcom Seinfeld? Kenny Rogers Roasters. I know it was hard. That I'm one sorry. was a deep track, dude. I was deep, like, I don't even know if I would have been able to get there. I was going to try to hint, but I didn't know
1: how ready to, to go, do it. Yeah. You
0: really got to know when to hold them, Holly, and know, know one one when to, to fold them. them. <laughs>
1: Sorry, it was Seinfeld, no, Murphy Griffin. Good. I mean, there
0: there's all sorts of things floating around. It my was head a good today. one. Okay, the show The Family Guy takes place in what state? Rhode Island. Rhode. Island. I did not
2: know that. I was really that's Rhode Island. Wow. See,
0: that's what I, what I like about that is like whoever is thinking about Rhode Island
1: neither <laughs> a ro- road nor an island. Nor an island. Discuss. <laughs> mm. uh,
0: what is the name of Scooby Doo's nephew? Scrappy Doo. Scrappy Doo. Diana Prince is the alter ego of which superhero? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Uh Zayn Malik, we didn't get to this one. Zayn Malik was a member of what band?
2: Is that One Direction?
0: Yes, Grant. Uh, yes, yes. You did it. Congratulations. You don't win a t-shirt, uh, but you do win the opportunity to stay here for the rest of
2: the show. I would I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> okay, now, Grant, this is gonna be fun because you're gonna help me solve the blind items in this next segment. Ooh. We call it blinded by the
1: item. Yeah. Yep, we got celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. So here's our first one. Listen carefully and try to solve the following. This organization, which hands out awards, is doing their version of a shadow ban of artists and others who complain about the system. With the current situation, it's easy not to invite Ooh. people or not ask them to perform. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Ooh. I'm going to say, do you know what it is, Grant?
2: I just have a guess, but I'm, I, I'm going to get, gu- you want me to guess? Yeah. SNL? Uh,
0: I believe this is the Grammys. That Ooh, makes sense. Awards. Yes.
2: There you go. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. So,
1: so yeah, let me fill, yeah, blind. here we go. So the Grammys, uh, the, the Recording Academy, which is the organization that hands out Grammys, it's doing their version of a shadow ban on artists and others who complain about the system. With the current situation, it is easy not to invite people or not to ask them to perform at the Grammys. So can you
0: do me a favor? Can you um, explain to the world uh, what a shadow ban is? Shadow
1: ban! Oh, that was sorry. That was like my bad <laughs> shadow dancing BG's reference. reference. Um, shadow banning... I am still totally here for it, by the way. <laughs> well, shadow banning is... Here, let's go to Wikipedia to give you a definition. So it's the act of blocking a user or their content from an online community or a community so that it will not be readily apparent to the user that they've been banned. So this would be happening behind the scenes. Sometimes you see... Social media accounts. I've seen this a lot, actually, on Instagram lately, where there are certain accounts who are accusing Instagram, the platform, of shadow banning them, meaning everything that you look at on Instagram is sorted by an algorithm. The mm. algorithm is based off of your likes, your engagement, what those around you are engaging with. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. But then what they accuse Instagram of doing is deliberately hiding their content from your algorithm so that you don't see it in your feed. Interesting. So what anti-lawyers basically saying is that this situation applies to the Recording Academy. Right. Where they're trying to maybe deflect um eyes from people who have actively called out the Recording Academy for some know. alleged yeah. shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You know, the big one being that the weekend yeah one of the biggest acts of the year did not get a single grammy nomination yeah you know fiona apple we talked about at the beginning of the week calling out the recording academy for supporting kesha a few years ago but then giving dr luke grammy nominations Mm -hmm. this year while he works under a pseudonym and so that's what nt lawyer is saying but his whole point is like, well, everyone's complaining about you recording yeah. Academy. Who else are you going to find to, to perform yeah. at the Grammys? They're going to run out of options. Yeah. Um,
0: all right. Okay, let's let's do another one.
1: Blinded by the idol. Blinded there it is. Blinded by the idol. All right, a little celebrity gossip mystery. Here's our next one. This A-list singer is going to get busted if she keeps threatening the soon-to-be wife of her actor, X. Ooh. A minus
0: list singer. She's got an X. Oh
1: no. Ah. I, I was gonna say Lady Gaga. Uh, okay. No. Um. Here, I'll give you guys a hint that the actor X made a life announcement with his fiance Ooh. earlier this week or over the weekend, within the past week. Okay.
2: Ooh, was it a new baby or twins? No.
1: Well, it was a baby announcement.
2: Mm. Oh,
0: who 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 made it? I'm trying to think of who made a baby announcement. I've
2: probably read the story in the last couple of days. Too. I know. I
0: definitely heard it. I just can't get to the drawer.
1: Um oof. No? Well, the singer and the actor were together for quite some time. Here's another hint for you guys about this actor. About 15 years ago, this actor was hooking up with every hot young singer and actress available to him. Wilmer Valderrama?
0: Oh! Nice. Wait, he's
1: having a baby? Oh, I didn't know well, that. Wow. junior style like the Arnold right. Schwarzenegger Thank movie, you. but Thank his fiance <laughs> is expecting. Oh
0: my gosh, I didn't know that. Okay, A-list a a- singer,
1: is that... Mandy Moore? Uh, okay, sorry. No, she's actually having a baby. Right, she is expecting. I Who would be jealous? Mm-hmm. What which one of Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama's oh, Demi are? Lovato. Duh. Oh my Thank god.
2: I oh. I'm
0: sorry. That was whoa. I'm disappointed
2: in myself. Me too. I oh. uh,
1: okay. Fill in the blank. So Demi Lovato is going to get busted if she keeps threatening Wilmer Valderrama's fiance. Mm. Okay, now I really
0: want to know more about that, but we do not have the luxury of knowing more when it comes to blind items. No, let's hit up another one.
3: By the item.
1: Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Grant to solve. Here we go. This A plus list rapper is convinced she can get a hundred people a day to be willing to spend a thousand dollars on tarot card readings from what? her. The next thing you know, she'll have her own little network, much like the permanent A-lister did back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Okay,
0: so I know it's not Dionne Warwick, but it feels very Dionne Warwick. Well? And the psychic friends. The permanent A-lister? The permanent A-lister. Okay, okay. A-plus list rapper who wants to read people's tarot. Hmm. Is it Cardi B?
3: Whoa!
1: Allegedly, supposedly, what? So that's
0: I what I would the, totally. I would not a pay a thousand dollars, but I would totally pay something
2: just <laughs> for, for that. Party experience. B
0: to read my tarot cards. Can you imagine sure.
2: the descriptions and the oh my gosh. The, the the knots that she would. T- oh gosh, that would be actually. I'm here fun. for
0: this. In fact, actually, if she does do this, I will be taking up a, a collection for my birthday. <laughs>
1: Are you going to start a GoFundMe? (laughs) Yep. To have (laughs) GoFundMe.
0: I want to have my tarot.
2: Some people want a cameo. You want your tarot card read. I like it. I like it. Oh my God.
1: So, NT Lawyer says that Cardi B is convinced that she can get a hundred people a day who are willing to spend a thousand dollars on tarot card readings from her. So, the next thing you know, Cardi B will have her own little psychic network, much like Dionne Warwick did back in the day, who. Is a, a totally a thing on Twitter right now, Dionne Warwick. Oh, my gosh. People She's are loving like her. A, yeah. I don't even
0: know that. Like, I sort of understand what happened, but I don't even actually know that I fully understand what happened. Because this was all about something. The way that she kind of became like the next it thing on Twitter had to do with Wendy Williams, right?
1: Kind of. It also had to do with Chance the Rapper. So oh gosh. Okay, Dionne Warwick. Called out Chance the Rapper's name. It perplexed her, and then people were like, "Okay, that well, you're not Dion Warwick, so what are you talking about?" But she was like, "No, I'm totally Dion Warwick. This is me. I'm actually tweeting everybody." And then the, you know she had a friendly back and forth with Chance the Rapper, and then Wendy Williams and Dion Warwick got into it in as much as Wendy Williams. I think she brought up. A previous arrest on Dion Warwick's part of oh marijuana gosh. possession on the show, and then Dion Warwick wasn't here for that. Oh my gosh! And I then love Wendy this. Williams was like, "Well, look, I'm going to take the rest of the year off. How convenient!" <laughs> like, not saying that that. Cause Wendy Williams right. to take a break from her show, but it was just like Dionne Warwick is super active, but she did say, I think she's going to take a couple of days off. Oh my God.
0: She is. She, on the 18th, she did uh, make a tweet that said, okay, I'm taking some time away from Twitter to rest and celebrate for the holidays. Here's something to hold you over. Happy holidays from my family to yours. And this is a thing that you can do now on Twitter. You can record a voice message. Yeah. So she did something like that.
1: Yeah, she totally did. You know what? Here's the, here's her message. Well, I don't know what I've she said. I've been working
0: on something because everybody wants to know. She said more about my life. Um, can't imagine why, uh, but apparently it seems to be what everybody wants. So I've decided to work, I'm reading it as it goes, on something that will be coming to you very soon. Nice. Uh, and it's something I know you won't want to miss, so stay tuned,
2: she Ooh, says. Ooh, little tease. I
0: know, I like it. All right, thank you, Dion Warwick, for that. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we have a little reboot, or get the boot, an old TV show. Threatening to come back without a key actress. We'll talk about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Grant. I will tell you who's super excited right now at the Lindstrom house, uh, the three Lindstrom children. Yeah. Who are like, finally we can go sledding.
2: Be a white Christmas. Uh,
0: it is gonna be a white Christmas. I will be happy for them. I will be happy for them too. <laughs> and I will also be warm and dry inside my home at about mm, 345 today. Hoping that my commute home Lucky isn't you. super sloppy. I know, guys. I know. Uh, any who'sy what'sy, that's now why we uh, called you all together here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. Holly and I are here with you. Hey. It is uh, the reason we wanted to chat is because we have a little reboot or get the boot.
1: Reboot? Get the boot. There it is. Ooh, we got a big one today. (laughs) Ooh, we got a big one. We got a big one. Reel it in, folks. A Sex in the City continuation might be happening. Ooh. It might actually be happening. Now... The gossip for the past decade has been whether or not we are going to get a Sex in the City 3 Mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Sex in the City, the television show, begat Sex in the City, the film, which begat Sex in the City 2, the movie. And then it's like, okay, well. What's that going to beget? What's that going to beget? Well. What are we
0: begetting next? Okay. (laughs) What?
2: Hey!
1: Um. We might be getting an HBO Max series, because HBO Max is reportedly nearing a deal to revive Sex in the City as a limited series, so we're not going to get a movie, we're not going to get a season seven, but we are going to get a Sex in the City something or other, <sighs> with Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon set to reprise their roles as Carrie, Charlotte, and Miranda. Um.
0: OK, so I want to make a quick confession before I weigh in on this safe space. I did binge the entire series of Sex and the City about two years ago. And um, so, like, I, I've i got the series down. I watched every single episode and I loved it and was mildly obsessed with it while I was binging it. I have not watched the movies yet, so I don't really know where we left the characters. Ooh, But here's what I want to say. I don't think we need another. I don't think we need a series. I don't think we need a limited series. I don't I think we're I am fine with the story being done.
1: Well, you know what I left out when I said oh, who's coming back? What? Oh, you uh, you did not say Kim Cattrall. Nope. Because mm-hmm. reportedly, she is not coming back for the Sex and the City Which limited series. No surprise, because she no. and Sarah Jessica Parker,
0: who's basically the like lead in the show, cannot even stand the sight of each other.
1: Yeah. So Kim Cattrall, not going to be a part of this. But she's been very vocal in the past about not wanting to return to the character of Samantha Jones, so that's not surprising at all. But Sarah Jessica Parker, well, she's not saying this, but a source close to this project, they're interested in doing a revisit, is what they're calling. So, Mm -hmm. to go back to what you were talking about, Colleen, with the Sex and the City movies... I don't think they're that good. Okay, And I really don't think that the movies, the Sex and the City movies, do a service to the characters that you grew to know and grew to love in the series.
0: And was there a different writer for the movies than for the TV show?
1: Not really. Okay, You know, I think that Michael Patrick King was heavily involved in writing and directing and, and being a part of the movies. But the problem was, is that Sex and the City, at its essence... The show is about female friendship. Yeah. It's not necessarily about sex. Right. It's about these four characters and their trials and tribulations and the ways that they relate to themselves, to each other yeah. and their friendship. Yep. The movies got lost in the hype that was around the show being this fashion template. Yeah. Being these mm, over the top glamorous women and so it got caught up in that and about the outfits and the things and like, oh, Miranda would never wear that outfit from Sex and the City To Oh, my God. It just I feel like those movies got away from what really made the show that special, essence. the yeah. essence of it. Yeah. And they're just bad movies anyways. Okay. I mean, it is. Oh, my gosh. The whole thing. It's one of those. The whole conflict in Sex and the City, the movie is like, pick out the phone and talk to your friend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing you (laughs) saying is the movies are trash. How do you feel about a limited series?
1: I don't know, Kelly. Yeah. I don't know. Do we need to
0: revisit these characters? This is what I'm saying. I really just don't feel like we do. I would prefer. Now, this is what's interesting is, you know, rather than a continuation of these characters, well, they've already tried it and it failed. I was going to say, I'd rather see some sort of like you know, reimagined version of this. And and when I say they've already tried that, they did the, they did the Carrie Bradshaw, like, prequel, like, what was it called? The Carrie Diaries or yeah. something like that? And that was, meh. I mean, mixed reviews. I mean, I would prefer, I would almost rather see them reinvent the entire show using the same kind of template under a different title, but, like, a story about four women friends in the city. So I'd rather want, see that. You want a completely different show. What I want <laughs> is a whole different show <laughs> with a similar concept <laughs> that is more current, I guess.
1: Well, the thing with Sex in the City is that show lives in a very specific time and place. Mm-hmm. And we are not in that specific no. time and place anymore for so many reasons. Oh, you guys,
0: when I watched that show again, it was so fascinating that we were only separated by what, like a decade maybe? Um, And I was like, oh, technology in and of itself has changed so much. Right. Since, you know, now you would just text about something.
1: And then the problem would be solved. And right? then it would
0: be solved well, and pretty that, quickly.
1: And that uh, we live in a different place. Culturally, New York City is yeah. not even the same. It, it just, you know, just go watch the old episodes yeah. if you want to hang yeah, out with exactly.
0: your friends. That's what I'm that's where I'm going with that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your New Year's resolution? Seriously, that's the question. What is it? Share it with us. Put it, put it out there into the universe and then uh, you can get about the business of uh, keeping it. 651-641-1071. What is your New Year's resolution? We'll talk to you about that after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your
3: search.